Welcome to this week's podcast from Terrelgan City Church. We hope this message transforms and equips you to reach out. For more information about what's happening at TCC, head to mytcc.com.au or check us out on Facebook. We hope you enjoy this message. Thank you. Praise God. I actually do believe that things are going to change. I really believe it. Uh, Not because it's me sharing, but because this is 30 years of experience. I know my father. I know that uh, he is more than willing to answer every prayer. He's already made provision. Um, I am so glad to speak on this. It's fantastic. Father, this morning I just want to welcome you with your presence. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to come and do what you do best. I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the spirit of intercession. That you are the spirit of prayer. That you move on people's lives. You transform And you lead and bring people to Jesus. Because Jesus said that you will take of his and you will glorify him. So Holy Spirit, this morning I just thank you so much. And I just pray that you give us open eyes and open ears so that we may see and hear as the disciples do. Amen. <clears throat> so this month we have been um, talking about Double Day series on prayer. And the first week Dave Hammett uh, preached on uh, his experience. It was um, a full-on message and worth listening to. Uh, the second week, Pastor Suzanne's spoke about Honi Hame Alel, this um, hermit, it's called in English, uh, who drew the circle in the sand and um, he would not leave that place until he got what he was asking for. And then uh, last week, um, Pastor Chris preached and shared on... um, his experiences. He was talking about Peter's jailment and how uh, the guys really believed that Peter was going to be released from prison. And then when he's knocking on the door, that wasn't Chris's point, but when he was knocking on the door, they were shocked that he was actually there. This week, I'm going to talk about my experiences not about boast about uh, me and my fantastic faith. I'm going to talk about my father. He's the most generous person ever lived, and he still is. He said that if you ask me anything in accordance with my will, then you will have it. If we 
turn to John chapter 14. <clears throat> My voice will uh, come in and out, and that's all right. So, John chapter 14, um, verses 1 through to 6. On the screen there, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. These are Jesus' famous words at the Last Supper. Now, he had walked with them for three and a half years, the disciples. And he had showed them the Father's love. It says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, that Jesus went about and did good and healed all those who were oppressed by the devil. Disciples had seen him heal the lepers. He had seen him cast out demons. They had seen him lay hands on the sick and they recovered. It was actually illegal for them, for the lepers, to touch a clean person. Because they were meant to walk and call out that they were unclean. And they were not allowed to be in the presence of someone who wasn't a leper. But Jesus was different. Because his heart was the Father's heart for the people. He wants to transform lives. So when Jesus touched them, or they touched Jesus, there was a transfer. Because Jesus had no sin, no guile, no sickness, no nothing. There was a transfer. They got his righteousness, healing, holiness, sanctification, everything. The First Corinthians 1.30 says. And then they just walked away completely healed, completely set free. I don't know if you've ever seen a leper or even photos of lepers. Um, their skin is absolutely revolting. Usually necrotic, black, and uh, with leprosy, body parts fall off because they die. The skin dies and the tissue dies. The disease died when it touched Jesus. So in verse 2, it says, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Next verse. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Next. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way. So long have I been with you. I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father apart from me. So the Father's heart for us is to heal, to set free, and to answer our prayers. You know, in these verses, Jesus says that he will leave them, and he will go and prepare a place, just like a bridegroom. 
He would go and prepare a place for us to come and be with him as the bride. He will return. But he said in verse 12 that whatever we ask for, we will receive. He has promised us that he will give us another helper, someone who comes alongside, a parakletos. He comes alongside Holy Spirit and he helps you. And then if we go to verse 12, if you can find it, please. Toby can find anything. I said to him, uh, I don't think you can uh, keep up, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but he will. So um, in verse 12, I think it's uh, really fantastic. Let me know when it's there. Oh, yeah. Good one. Oh, uh, no, nah, I'll go to mine. Hallelujah. Thank you. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. That's the second time he's saying that he's going to the Father. He has gone to the Father. He has been raised from the dead. He is sitting on the right-hand side. And it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, that we have been seated together with him in the heavenly realms, high above all rule, all authority, all powers and principalities. You and I are in that position. Now, here Jesus is saying, we will do the same things as him. How can he say that? Because he said, when I go away, I will not leave you orphans. I will send you the helper. He has sent the Holy Spirit. He says in Romans 8, 11, that if the the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead resides in you. Then he will transform your mortal bodies. He will do that. Oh, but you're not healed. Oh, you've been sick for seven. Yeah, but there's things. Some of us are a bit slower to learn. I actually have the faith for you to be healed. But I'm a bit slow on the uptake in other areas. Some areas I get answers straight away when it comes to my personal life. But when I pray for others, I believe that I receive immediately. Majority of the time, we will have testimonies uh, almost straight away. And I've had testimonies this morning about answered prayers for people. So it is absolutely awesome. Our God has sent us a helper. He wants us to ask him. He says in Ephesians 3, um, 20, that greater things than these, greater things than we can even think or imagine. I don't know about you, my imagination is pretty vivid and wild. If he can do greater things than that, then come on, let's challenge him. This month is a double dare, dare to believe, dare to pray. How big can you dream? Jesus said, I will go to the Father. I will send a helper. You will do the same things as I did. Come on, he's challenging us. He's challenging us. Do you know that God hears you when you pray? Do you actually know 
do I know? Do I believe it? How often do you feel that still voice call to you and say, come, just sit with me? Oh, I'll just um, check what's on TV. I'll just, I'll just. And so often we miss because we don't obey. He's not asking it to force us, but he wants us to receive. The reason why God wants us to receive is because in Proverbs 13, 12, it says that um, answered prayer or desire, answered desire of our hearts is a tree of righteousness or a tree of life. So God wants us to ask him and to receive so that we can thrive. He wants us to be happy, as you heard before, even in the songs. He wants us to be happy. But in order for that to happen, is that we need to dare to ask and believe. The one thing I was going to talk about today was from these scriptures. In, I want to challenge you to read the scriptures because John chapter 14 through to 17, they're the chapters from uh, the Last Supper. They're when Jesus was teaching them about things that were going to happen, that he had to go back to his father. Um, he would um, send the helper, so forth. And then he was teaching on prayer. And chapter 17 is his prayer for us. He says, and this is for those who will believe through your testimony or your words. And in these chapters, when he's talking about prayer, there's five words in the whole New Testament about prayer. And um, one used this um, this one here in these chapters is Iteo. And um, it denotes a request of the will. The ch achieving or asking of to meet someone's specific needs. Um, jump. It means to be adamant in your request. And demanding, in demanding assistance. How often do you go to God and say, come on God, give it to me. We don't do it. Don't, don't think it's uh, uh, being proud or uh, having a heart full of pride. No, it's not. Because it is knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. That's where it starts. And then asking him as a son, not as a beggar. We don't come to him as beggars. So that's why we, when we pray, we come with confidence. Most of the time when I pray, 99 times out of 100, and Nicole is the same, we use scriptures for our prayers. Why? Because we know that God says that if you ask for anything, 1 John 5, 14, 15, Read that, uh, those verses there. It says, if you ask for anything, 
This is the confidence we have. Confidence. That if we ask for anything in accordance with His will, then we also know what we, uh, we have, what we have asked for. The confidence we have is the fact that we have His Scriptures. He has told us what His will is. It says in Romans 12 too that uh, we have trained our will by um, having it transformed. It says so that you may know the good or test what is the good and the perfect will of God. Did you hear that? Romans 12, 2. The good and the perfect will of God. So if we combine it again with John, 1 John 5, 14, 15. If you ask anything in accordance of his will, you know that you have what you have asked for. So we know his will. We know his words. That's why it's so easy when we pray to just know that we have, be full of confidence, know that we have what we have asked for. I don't have to wonder whether God has heard my prayer. Because I know that in First Corinthians 1.30, it says that he has become for us righteousness, holiness, and sanctification. I don't have to wallow in my sin and rubbish because I know that he has made me just. He has cleansed me. He has forgiven all my sins because we have, once we have confessed our sins, he is righteous and holy and forgives all our unrighteousness. 1 John 1 verse 9. So when you come to him, come confidently. It says in Hebrews 4, to enter boldly into the room of gra- throne room of grace so that you may receive grace at the appointed time. Come boldly. Well, how does a person come boldly? It's like me going to Dave and Michelle and say, look, uh, could you please give me some coffee because I'm running out. And... Um, there's only two answers Dave can give me. Oh, he could give me three, but two of them, it's either yes or no. Or Dave could t- tell me to go and get it myself. Um, but um, he will either give it to me or he won't give it to me. They're the two options. But if I go boldly to him and ask him, most likely he will give me. My father in heaven, it says in Matthew um, chapters 5 through to 7 that he is... Um, um, more willing than we are to actually receive, more willing to give than we are to receive. He says that um, if we ask him for something, he won't give us something else. Because earthly fathers know how to give good gifts. How much more will God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So we can have confidence with him. We know that he wants to answer all prayers. Do you know that in Revelations 5, verse 8, and Revelations 8, verse 5, it talks about bowls for incense prayer. It says that um, Jesus adds his prayers to these bowls. 
And then when the appointed time is full, he will throw them down. So when you ask uh, God for something, it might take a little time to receive the answer. But if you don't give up and you believe him, he will respond. It's not no. That's my favorite word. But it's not his favorite word. He says, come to me. And whatever you ask, I will give it to you so that the Son will be glorified. So when people come to you, say, can you pray for them? Be confident. God will answer your prayer. He will not say, nah, go away, save it for another time. He will answer you. And his answer is always yes. Why? Because he wants to glorify his son over and over and over again. And the Holy Spirit wants to do the same. That's why when we pray, believe, he says, standing, believe that you have received what you have asked for. These chapters in uh, John, in John's gospel, chapters 14 through to 17, they are absolutely fantastic because they show your position. Do you know that the Father has said that you will not ask anything of him, sorry, of Jesus when he's glorified? You listen to people pray. There's only one mention in chapter 14 where Jesus said, you will ask me and the Father will give it to you because he wants to glorify me. That's the only time. But you know that if you ask the Father anything in Jesus' name, he will give it to you. It is absolutely brilliant. Mark chapter 11. Yes, I know there's been a lot of false or wrong teaching on chapter 11, verses 23, 24. But the matter of the fact is that God's word is still true. And he says that if you don't lack faith and you speak to the mountain, you command it to be cast into the sea, it has to move. It has to. You know, there is nothing that can come against you that has the right to stay in place if you don't want it to. No sickness, nothing. He has given us authority. Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20, 18, 19, 20. He says that I have been given all authority. Go you, therefore. Go you, therefore. He has all authority, and we have boldness. Stop coming to him like a beggar. Know that you have the right. If you know his will which is clearly written in the Bible, then you also know that you have what you have asked of him. If you can't remember anything else from today, this is what Apostle Paul says in his letters. Um, Ephesians chapter 6 is a perfect example. If you can't remember anything else, remember this. God answers your prayers. 
he is no regarder of person. He doesn't think that Dave or myself or Pastor Megan or Nicole or um, anyone else is any better than anyone else. He doesn't hear our praise better than he hears yours. That's the truth. We just know that our prayers are already answered. We know that we have what we have asked for. That's why we can confidently say, Satan, bite the dust. So this morning, I'll wrap up now. And this is the first and last wrap. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to be a Baptist. Um, dare to believe, dare to ask, dare to dream big. Dare to pray. I double dare you. Just like Megan did. Pray. Sit with him. If you are unsure, search the scriptures. Find out. Oh, but it doesn't say anything about him wanting me to have a new car. Well, do you need a new car? Why do you need it? Oh, because my car is kaput. Okay, in that case, Father, can you please supply me a new car? Has nothing to do with um, being proud or anything else and everything about his heart towards us. God loves you more than any other person. He loves you beyond belief. And He wants to transform your life. But He wants to transform other people's lives through you. He really does. He wants to use you. I don't know how many times I've, uh, when He has asked me to do something, I've said no. I have. Because I'm thick at times <laughs> yeah it's recorded now I'm very slow learner and um, God just wants us to be happy but he wants other people to be happy so he wants to bless them through us he wants to use us to minister to people this morning or afternoon, whatever it is now, afternoon. If you have a lack in your life, if there is something wrong with you physically or even mentally, spiritually, dare to believe God can transform your life in an instant. Ask and you will receive a good measure. Shall people give in your lap? Luke. Use scriptures. Find them. Memorize them. And bring them to him. I don't uh, recite scriptures uh, because he'll um, uh, get God's blessing. No, I recite the scriptures because the enemy 
he's even thicker than I am and he's slower to move so he must be reminded of his place Jesus used the word against him we use the word against him because the servant is not any higher than his master but we will do the same things as he did so I would like you to stand if anything is wrong with you dare to believe you don't need us to pray for you but we will if you want to whatever it is challenge God he's up for it ask him Father I praise you and thank you this morning or this afternoon now for who you are I thank you Father that you love us it says that you have lavished your love on us in Ephesians Father you have poured out your blessing upon your children over and over and over again I just thank you Lord that you have called us your beloved as well as you call Jesus the beloved but because we are found in him Lord we are the beloved we are your precious ones so father this morning or this afternoon if anyone is suffering in their body I speak to you bodies I command you to align yourself to God's Word I command you to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth wherever you need healing at the moment place your hand there father I release your healing touch in the name of Jesus I just praise you and thank you father I speak life and health in Jesus name I command healing right now father for shoulders I speak life and health shoulders that have been frozen for years I speak life and health and release I command healing to flow right now those who have um, the same rubbish cough that I've had for so long I speak to your chests in the name of Jesus whatever is causing it whether it's nasal drip whether it's uh, infection in the chest whatever it is in Jesus name I command you to be set right right now I command healing to flow Holy Spirit do what you do best father where people are struggling financially I just pray that you release those funds because it says in the Philippians 4 verse 19 that my God will supply all your needs according to the riches of glory in Christ Jesus so I just pray that those funds be released right now in Jesus name amen 
Thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope that you've been challenged and inspired. For more information about Terralgan City Church, check out mytcc.com.au.